Welcome to a Call to Lead podcast. I am your host, Jesus Prado. And I am your host, Caleb Cortez. And we hope through these conversations that you discover and understand the calling to lead like Jesus. Now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of A Call to Lead podcast. Uh, thank you guys for, for always coming on and, and, and listening to the podcast. Um, we want to thank you for all of that and, and uh, just for the help this far and for listening to us this far and following uh, the podcast. And without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. And today we're going to be going into um, a little bit of like insecurities, you know, and sometimes how we maybe don't feel like we're good enough for a certain thing or for a certain ministry. Uh, we're also going to be talking about comparison a little bit and amongst many other things that uh, go along the lines. Uh, so I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. So l- let's just get right into it, man. Um, I guess the, the first thing for me sometimes, you know, would be, you know, we, we start thinking usually about, usually we start thinking about other people. Yeah. Right. When it comes to to ministry, for example, and when it comes to leadership, we see other people's leadership. We see other people's ministries. We see other people's like, uh, you know, where they're at now. Right. And I feel like many times what happens is that we start comparing. Right. Not only with ministry, but, you know, the way that he's built or his job or, you know, his personality or his popularity. Or, or things like that, and maybe their income, you know, and we start looking, we start comparing back to ourselves, and we're like, hey, why am I not where they're at, right? So I feel like that tends to happen a, a lot of the times, and whatever else, you know, that that is for you, you know, you think somebody else has it, but I don't, and it kind of steals your, your joy a little bit, and, and you start thinking of that, and like, why am I not there, or... Why am I not being used the same way that they're being used? Why am I not being used during right now or, or the right now? You know, so I think all of these things that, you know, like insecurity and, and self-doubt, maybe even our past, you know, so I feel like there's a lot that that we can go into with this. But just to kind of start things off, like, what do you think uh, as far as we can start with comparison? Um What's one thing that kind of comes to your mind and, and, and one thing that you would tell the people that are listening to us on on this, you know, thing of comparison? I think I remember I was talking to Pastor Jacob Rodriguez mm-hmm. one time and he was saying that everybody has a different voice. Yeah. As far as like leadership, your voice, teaching, preaching. Mm-hmm speaking whatever form of communication everybody has a different voice so i'm not going to sound like jacob rodriguez or i'm not going to sound like anthony romo or a preacher that we grew up listening to that's been a voice in our life for many 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 years yeah and and he said that's why god calls so many different people they have their own calling they have their own voice if everybody had to sound the same way speak the same way mm-hmm. then that would disqualify a lot of people yeah and i mean if you look in the bible that's why peter's a specific individual paul's a specific individual individual yeah so many disciples and so 
I'm guilty of it because sometimes I feel insecure and I'm battling with the insecurity of comparing myself at times. Yeah. Man, I, I'm never going to have a voice like this person. I'm never going to sound like that. I'm never going to yeah. be so dynamic or so yeah. powerful when you're, I speak. Yeah, you're not going to be like that Mike Todd or like, yes. you know, these like, you know, preachers that we yeah. hear all the time, like on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. And even like back in the old days, like, man, I, it feels like there was men of God leaders that God used so powerfully. Oh, yeah. Am I ever going to be like that? And mm-hmm. you kind of compare yourself. Yeah. Um, I mean, w- w- what do you think as far as like that aspect, like comparing yourself to older uh, leaders and yeah. and voices we've heard growing up with? I mean, in a way, I'm kind of like I'm kind of like you where I I feel insecurities about a lot of things. And I think it's normal to feel insecure, um, especially as a younger person. I feel like you're going to have those insecurities because you're not that far ahead in life as other people are. But either way, even though you're not as, you know, as far as long as they are and, and, and know all the information that they know, not only that, but you feel like you aren't going to do as well as other people, right? And I feel like it has to do a lot with with really seeking what God thinks about us, right? And like not what other people think or or even or even what, what you think of yourself, you know? I think it needs to shift and it needs to change in a lot of different ways. Um, but I mean, you know, I, I feel like I see it in both ends. I see it in a way of like, you think too little of yourself, but then I also see it in other people that they think too much of themselves, you know? So, so I feel like there's those two things. And I'm like, well, there needs to be kind of like a middle ground to where like mm-hmm. you balance those two things out. I wanted to mention Romans twelve three, and it says it says pretty much to not think of yourself more highly than you ought to, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment, right? So, I feel like that's very important. Like, it, it's kind of like just to kind of level yourself out to where you don't think too much of yourself, but also not too little of yourself, and just really see like, hey, be okay with where you're at right now. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, you, you've gotten this far. You've learned what you've learned up to this point. Guess what? You're going to keep learning. Right. Always. Right. At some point, you're going to be where you want to be. But it's going to take time and it's going to take work. And, you know, the younger generations right now, I feel like they want everything so fast. We want everything so fast. Yeah. And we think like, oh, I want to be on that stage already when it's like, well, you haven't put in the work to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, it it takes a lot of work to get there, you know. So so I feel like we have to put ourselves in the proper place. Right. And 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 really see, like, where does God want me to be right now? It's not that you don't feel valuable Right. Or, or you begin to compare yourself to one another or elevate yourself to a position of like importance. But it's like, where does God want me to put myself right now? You know, like, yeah. Where should I place myself? What's the proper place where I should be? Right. Uh, Philippians 2, 3 says it pretty much commands believers 
to do nothing out of selfish ambition, mm-hmm. right? Which goes back to that, or conceit, but instead to be humble and value others above yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so important. And I know I went a little bit off on, on that, but I think it's important that leaders do that. Yeah. Because um, you can compare yourself in, in a bad way, but then you also can compare yourself, you know, in a way of like, oh, I'm better than I'm others. Better. You know, so I think it's important to see both ends of it. Right. What do you think? That's so true. It's the insecurity of I'm not good enough comparing myself. I'll never be like this person. I'll never sound like this person. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the flip side. I am better than everybody. I'm, I'm ready. I'm the best. Um, and there's pride and there's an arrogance of the way you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. And that can be an insecurity. That could be a, a big a big roadblock that's going to prevent you. You only will be able to go so far. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think about like John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. I love John the Baptist, man. He's like my favorite apostle. <laughs> and when, he, uh, when he's preaching in the wilderness, the Pharisees, they come up to him. Mm-hmm. And they say... Well, your followers are now following Jesus. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel? I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. But how do you feel? And, you know, who, who's better? Or who should we trust? Should we trust your message? Or should we trust the teachings of Jesus? And, and Jesus says, you know, I'm here to prepare the way. Yeah. I'm here to the, prepare the way for Jesus. Yeah. And then he says, you know, he must increase. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I must decrease. I agree. But if you look at it from John's perspective, John could have been very arrogant. He could have been very mm, prideful. Yeah. Well, I'm the best speaker, and I'm, yeah. I'm the prophet, and I'm the one that, yeah, is out here in the wilderness. You know, you know, I, I'm better than Jesus. And why are my followers mm-hmm. now going to Jesus? Yeah, yeah. But I think that also comes with an understanding that your brother, your friend, your peer. If God's using them too, mm-hmm. um, you have to be careful to not feel like, oh, I'm better than them. Yeah. Um, or they're be, better than me. They're better than me, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone's unique. Everyone's special. Yes. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not about, it's not yeah. about us. And everyone is special. Somebody, like every person has something different to bring to the table. Yeah, and we need to understand that. For example, me and you—you you bring something, I bring something. For even with the podcast, you know, we each bring something else to the table. It's not like we're the same. God doesn't do that. God doesn't make two people the same. Yeah. He gives different gifts, and He gives different um, ways to do things, and He has not made us identical for a reason. Right. Right. And He made us to fulfill a specific thing here in this world individually so we need to understand that you know when when it comes to comparing ourselves to others that you're not going to do exactly what caleb cortez does right you're just not and you need to be okay and you need to be content with that you know paul in philippians says that the secret to being content in any circumstance even while you're in need or maybe you need strength and and sat- really some sort of satisfaction, right? Um, even he, right, had to learn to do this. And, and we have to as well. 
to be content wherever, you know, wherever we are in life, wherever we are in ministry, we have to be content. Right. And I think it's so important that we find contentment in Christ, not money. That's not going to make you content. Right. Don't do right. ministry for money either. You know, it, do ministry to serve. Yeah. You know, we um, we were talking about that like a couple weeks back, right? And, and somebody was speaking about that. And it's so true. Uh, so we need to just learn to be content where where God has us because he's taking us somewhere. But at the end of the day, we have to understand that we are made differently and and we all have something different to to kind of bring to the table. Yeah. Just be thankful for that. Be thankful for the season you're in and be thankful for for where God has you serving at the moment. Yeah, yes, sir. Do you, don't look to you, your brother and your sister and see where they're at and compare yourself to yeah. them. Um, or, or your favorite preacher, your favorite singer, or whatever it is, you know. It's, yeah. It, it's time that we stop looking at them and, and we start looking just straight at Christ. We can right. learn from them. I think yeah. it's important. And I think it's something good that we learn from the people that are doing well, that we learn, you know, that we ask questions, mm-hmm. you know. Iron, I, it's iron so sharpens important. iron. Iron sharpens iron, yeah. So I think it's so important. What do you think? No, it, it's it's necessary to to know that iron sharp iron sharpens iron, and we're in this together. And yeah. um, I think I think strength is in numbers. Yeah, I think like how Jesus, you know, he got his disciples, and I mean Jesus could have changed the world on his own. He didn't need disciples. Yeah, at a snap of his fingers. Yeah, and, and a snap of his fingers exactly. Yeah. I can come. I can do miracles. I can teach. Mm-hmm. I can turn water into wine. I can go around and preach, and parables, but I don't need disciples. Yeah. But he understood that it's it's about a collective, a community. Yes. yes it's yes. about unity. It's about. Um, like you said, it's about valuing others. Everyone brings something different to the kingdom of God. Yeah. And when you understand that, that's when you're really, really going to make an impact in this world. Yeah. Dude, you, you just hit something very, and my mind's kind of just going everywhere, yeah. but you hit something very important right now. And, and you and you gave, you know, the, the, the example of the disciples. And you said Jesus could have done it all on his own. But he chose to get those disciples yeah. and had them do the different yeah. things. Yeah. You know, and at some point he had them pray over for the miracles. He was still doing the miracle, mm-hmm. but he was using a vessel to get to that, mm-hmm. which was the disciples. And which right now it's us. We are the vessels right now that God uses for to speak and to you know and, and to do all these other things. So I think it's so important that we also see that, that we see that it is a collective, that if I can help you surf better, I should. You know, if if I can help you and uplift you to a certain place, I should. You know, we, we spoke, I, I think we mentioned a little bit in the last episode about how about, you know, where it mentions in the Bible that the body has many functions. Yeah. We're all one body, but, you know, we were mentioning that, hey, you can't move your finger if it doesn't go through your arm. Right. So it's so important that we see that and that we see that we all have to work together in order for this kingdom to move forward 
and this kingdom to work how it's supposed to work. Yeah. We need each other. Let's stop comparing ourselves to each other. And, and, and let's stop not only comparing, but also I feel like sometimes we battle. We battle, yeah. Like we're going against each other yeah. to see who's better. And that is the worst thing that we can possibly do. Yeah. Like we can't be, you know, trying to just, oh, I'm better than you in this or I'm better than you in that. And, you know. And you can feel it. You can feel it. You yeah. can sense it. There's no true unity. There's no true brotherhood. Mm. There's no true love because you can feel it. You can sense like there is a jealousy. There is mm. a comparison. There's something yeah. there and it's not good. Yeah, it's like my church is better than yours or my pastor is better than yours yeah. or my youth group is better than yours. We have more people than you do, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. It, it's not about that. Yeah. You know, it's like, how can I help your youth group? Yeah. How can I help your church? Yeah. How can I help you help your church? I mean, that's what the podcast, the podcast is about, you know, trying to have these conversations so other people can, you know, be helped and, and their leadership can get better. That's the whole point of this, right? Yeah. So that's so important, man. It's so, so important. The next thing that I was kind of wanted to mention to you is you need to ask God for what you want. Yeah. Like, it's also not just going to come, you know. Of course, he, he does have that specific thing that he wants you to do. But there's also, like, permissive will, right? Yeah. And, and we can also ask him. He says if we ask, he will respond, right? Yeah, should be given, given unto you. Yeah, exactly. So we have to do that. And, and we have to ask him exactly for, for, for what we want. God, like, I want to do this for you. You know, if, if it's preaching, God, I want to preach. God, I want to sing a certain way. God, I want to do, serve in this specific form. Ask him too, you know. But also, you know, you can't just ask. You have to prepare. Right, right. You know, prepare yourself to be where you want to be. Because mm-hmm. you're never going to get there if you're in preparing. Right? So it's it's so important that, like, if I want to preach, I'm not going to go from right now to preaching. Right. I have to read books. I have to read the Bible. I have to have my devotions. I have to do this. I have to do, I have to study yeah. the Word of God. I have to go deeper than... Study to show yourself yeah. approved. And that's, yeah. it's not only to prove to other people that you can do it, yeah. but it's for your own good. Yeah. Because you want to get to preaching. Yeah. Same thing with singing. You can't just start singing and that's it. It's like, prepare yourself because right. God also deserves the best. Yeah, he does. Right? So I, I, think, it's, I think it's so important that we ask God for, for what we want as well. What do you think about that? No, it, it's... it's very important to prepare. Um, you know, so I'm just going to focus on preaching because I've had like old old school ministers and preachers back home where I grew up with. And they used to say like, oh, I, I don't prepare when I'm going to speak or I'm going to preach. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to rely on the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. Yeah. He'll just give me the words. In the moment when it comes, God's going to speak to me. And yes, the Holy Spirit is a tool it's it's probably the most important thing mm-hmm. that should be guiding us and leading us it's it's out of the holy spirit that we're leading that we're preaching yeah but 
you need to prepare. Yeah, you do. You need to prepare. Um, I, I, I look at like how... I'm going to go back to John the Baptist. John the yeah. Baptist says, I'm preparing the way for the Savior, for Jesus. And how how is he preparing the way? Well, he was preparing the way for by preaching, you know, preaching the message of repentance day in and day out. He was out there. People heard his voice. When Jesus came into the scene, when Jesus showed up, um, he did his job. It was his preparation. It was his preaching, his prayer, his consecration out in the yeah. wilderness. Because when you're in the wilderness, that means you're kind of in a solitude place. You're mm. alone. And that's where you really are praying. That The wilderness, in spiritual terms, you know, it just means like you're you're alone with God. You're there praying. You're there preparing. You're there growing, growing, yeah. developing. Um, you're not doing nothing. You're yeah. still doing something, and that something will show eventually once Jesus come and can have His way. Yeah. And so, I think if you relate it to to ministry, whether you're a speaker, you're a preacher, you're a leader. You're a leader in music ministry, mm-hmm. singing, playing. You have to prepare. And when you prepare, then when Jesus comes into that service, when it comes for that moment when Jesus wants to, to move and the Holy Spirit's going to move, Jesus can do what he wants to do because yeah. you've already prepared the way for him through your effort, through your prayer, through your consecration, through your your depression, your loneliness in the wilderness, yeah. everything is, it's all, it's all in you. And it's all um, going to help give glory to God. Yeah. And it's going to help you get to where you need to get to. Yeah. You know, I mean, we can go back and see, you know, when God took, um, took out of out of Egypt, you know, it, 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 I go back to that because God already had what he wanted to do with them right he wanted to take them to a land where you know it says that it was milk milk and honey right and says that and and it wasn't that far but they weren't ready to get to the promised land right if you're not ready to get to the promised land god's gonna make you go in laps and he's gonna make you go around and around and around and around until you're ready to get to the promised land there's there has to be preparation you have to go through the things you have to go through that desert in order to get there right so so it's so important that we do that and you know going back to to asking god for what for what you want you know um i wanted to just read really quick james four two to three and i'm going to paraphrase a little bit um, but it pretty much says that we don't have what we want because we haven't asked God for it, right? And it says, and sometimes we don't get what we want because we're asking with the wrong motives, right? So it's not only asking God for what you want and preparing, but you also have the right to have the right motives for it, like we spoke earlier. Um, but kind of moving on from that a little bit, I feel like you, you know, you also have to just focus on on the right mindset too, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and serving. Um, I think it's so important. But you know, as far as 
as far as what we're talking about and, and you know, being really comparing yourself and, and being insecure, I want to go back to insecurity a little bit mm-hmm. um, before we, we finish the, the podcast. Um, because a lot of the times I feel like it goes back to your past. Yeah. You know, not only your past, but it also goes back to you feeling that you're not good enough. Yeah. Or maybe some sort of shame. Or, or um, again, it, it does go back to comparison, too. But a lot of the times I feel like it's because of your past that you don't feel like you can do something for God. Yeah. What do you think about that, man? I think sometimes you feel like, man, I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not perfect. I'm not good enough. I, I struggled with this, and I battled with this. I sinned. I fell short. I fell really hard. My life's a mess. And even when you are doing good and maybe you're not struggling with that sin anymore, you're good. But then there comes a, a time in your life, throughout your journey in life, and maybe you fall short. Maybe you, you, you fell into sin again and you feel like, oh, it's done. Like, yeah. I can never be used. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to try to stay focused, but I, <laughs> I have to say this because... You, Sometimes there's pastors and ministers that I've looked up to, and I find out that, you know, they committed adultery. They cheated on their wife. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. Gone. They're done. They can't. They can't be a minister. They can't be a pastor. Yeah. They can't preach anymore. Mm -hmm. They can't be used anymore. But I, I I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. I believe that if we serve a God of restoration... Yeah, we serve a God that forgives. Mm-hmm. If, if we we serve a God that does what the Word of God says, that all things work together for good. Yeah, that means everything. That means the sin, and that means the 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 anointing and the good days, the bad days and the good days. That means everything. God uses everything. Yeah, for our good, mm-hmm. for a purpose, for those that are called according to His purpose, and. Um, I know for myself, ah, man, I struggle sometimes. Like, ah, man, I'm never going to be able to be at this place by the time I'm this age. Or maybe uh, I'll never be a pastor um, or I'll never be as good as as this person. But I, I think if you just let go of the shame and in the moment, if you do fall into sin... And you just get right with Jesus, and you surrender, and you say, you know what, God, um, I know you. I'm still called. I know I'm still chosen. I know yeah. that I can I can surrender to you, and you can still use me. Yeah, I know you. I know you will. I know you still use me. And we have to go with that mindset and understanding that we surrender and we give it to God, and God is yeah. still going to use us because um, He is a God of grace. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you think? Yeah, man. Uh, kind of thing like you do but like back to kind of where we, you you started with and you started saying we're not condoning sin right sin is sin and there is a payment for sin mm-hmm. right um whenever there is something you're gonna pay the price for sinning that's that yeah um i don't care if you're you know a regular person that goes to church or if you're a pastor or a minister or or, or whatever your title is, sin is sin, and, it, and if you commit sin, 
It says that for the wages of sin is death. Right. There's things that are going to die. And that might be some things that you were doing before. Yeah. yeah. Some of those things might not come back. And that might be your consequence. Yeah. But I do believe that there is restoration for people. And I do believe that there is grace. You know, sometimes we forget about grace. And it's crazy to me because I go back to God dying on the cross, right? He died for our sins. Yeah. We were not born yet, right? Right. So that means that he was dying for a future sin. Right, right. Right? So we have to see that and we have to see that God has already died for the sin that you've committed and the one that you're probably going to commit. I'm not saying, like, keep sinning. No. And also don't abuse grace. Yeah. Yeah. Because you cannot just keep doing it over and over and over and over again. You know, it's there is restoration. You, of course, have to repent of your sin. Right? And you can be restored. And I do do believe, like you do, that you can go back and, and you can serve again. Yeah, I do fully believe that. Yeah, I I don't think that just because you sinned and or or you fell or or you backslid does not mean that your life is over. And I feel like in many in many churches that tends to happen. One thing happens, one thing you know you you fall back on something, and then you're done for life. You know, and it's like no, like God still wants to use you. You know, so I think it's important that that we really see that, and, and and that we think about it in that way too. Like it, it doesn't not give you an excuse to sin, but your past should stay in your past, and if you've been restored, move forward, mm-hmm. move forward in your life. Yeah. Don't just keep going to your past and your past and your past. You know, you were there at that point. You are not there anymore. You are not sinning anymore. You have been restored. Right. So go back and move. Just move forward. Move forward. You know, if God can forgive you, why can't you forgive yourself? Right. Or why can't we forgive our brother or sister? Yeah. yeah. If God did, you know, he says he throws it to the depths of the ocean. Right. Yeah. But we don't. Right. So it's sometimes it's harder to forgive ourselves than for God to forgive, forgive us. Yeah. And it's that's kind of crazy to me, but it's so true, you know. So just to kind of um, end things here, like I wanted to read uh, 1 Corinthians seven seventeen and says that each person should lead the life that God has assigned to them and called them to. Right. He doesn't want you to compare your life to others, but he wants you to be faithful in the life that he's uniquely called you to he has and and he wants to help you live a life of joy and he wants to help you live a life of freedom and he wants to help you live a life where you're content and 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 you're happy and you're working and and you're leading yeah right but a life of comparison and a life of insecurities you know it's it's not a good life and you're not gonna lead well if you keep comparing your ministries, you know, where you're at in life, move forward. That's the last thing I would say. What, what, what would be your last thoughts? Yeah, move forward. 
step in and walk into the calling that is over your life. Accept the calling. Don't accept your shame, your past. Walk into the future. Walk into the good things God has for you. Um, you could be you could be the biggest obstacle. You could be the biggest hindrance to the destiny, the future, mm. the promises, yeah. the blessing that ultimately God has for you. And you haven't seen it yet because you haven't moved forward. You haven't been moving forward. Wow. And uh, I just, yeah, I just, I encourage myself with that. And I hope, I mean, all of us can can encourage ourselves and understand that. Yeah. Everybody, you know, be encouraged. Move forward and stop comparing yourself. But again, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of A Call to Lead podcast. Stay on the lookout. We put an episode out every other week on Mondays. Always remember that you are called to lead. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to A Call to Lead podcast. Make sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed the content, be sure to leave us a review and rate the podcast. Be sure to also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Call to Lead Podcast. And don't forget to share the podcast with your family and friends. And see you all on the next episode.